You probably hear the word routine from many different sources, and you probably hear it quite often here too. I lean towards talking to you about setting up a routine as opposed to a schedule, which just feels so much more rigid. And as a mom, you know that schedules will only last so long (laughs) and then something's going to happen and it's just so much better to go with routine. And there's just so much that you have going on every single day between the meals and appointments and different commitments and the homeschooling and the laundry and getting everybody baths and getting everybody to bed and maybe taking care of some pets. And you also have relationships with your husband, with your extended family, with neighbors, with friends. And you think to yourself, is there any hope to getting everything done. What if I said yes? And maybe we'll put everything in quotes here because that's there's a bit of a nuance to that as well. And yes, there we can get everything in quotes done in a day. And today I'm going to share with you six routines that you need to start doing in your home consistently every day and you will be able to get everything done during the homeschool year. Are you ready to hear those routines? I think you are. Let's do this. Welcome to the Little by Little Homeschool Podcast, where you can get out of survival mode, feel confident in your homeschool decisions, and gain peace in your heart and home. I know that when we plant our feet firmly in this season of life and embrace our homeschooling, motherhood, and homemaking, we will thrive. I truly believe that we can do this from a place of peace and joy, all while growing a ton of contentment. And while we're at it, Mama, let's deepen those relationships with our children and love these years we get to pour into them. If you're ready to create beauty, seek simplicity, and live intentionally, Homeschool Mama, then close out that lesson book, let the kids go play, and let's have an authentic conversation. I've got a super quick announcement here for you. It is one that is has a deadline and I think you're going to want to know about it because I have a sneaking feeling that you've been thinking about this. But in two weeks on November 6th, the price of Clarify Your Homeschool is going to increase. If you want to get in now at this price point, you're going to need to do that within the next two weeks. So what is Clarify Your Homeschool? It is a program that takes the guesswork out of your homeschool. You will create a roadmap that's going to help you to make all of the decisions about your homeschool. Whether this is your first homeschool year or you've just thinking about homeschooling and you're like, yeah, we're definitely going to do this. I want to get it set up, everything right and feeling good about it. Or maybe you even have been homeschooling for a few years and it's just not sitting right with you. Things just feel completely off. It's not aligned with what you know your homeschool can be. And so you will get to create that roadmap and you're going to make all of the decisions and you're going to know how in the future to make those decisions much easier because you have this foundation set up through Clarify Your Homeschool. And you're going to reach the point that your homeschool achieves what you know it can be, how you know, you know in your heart, you just know, you know, you know, in your knower (laughs) that your homeschool can be taken to a much higher level and taken to a place that you are thriving, your children are thriving, and one that you guys are able to make memories and one that you'll look back on someday and say, yes, I am so glad that we were intentional about things. We didn't just make quick changes because things just kind of seemed a bit off, or maybe it seems like a dumpster fire 
instead of just throwing, we'll say spaghetti at the wall or just making shifts, or it must be the curriculum. That's the problem. Or it must be because we're not trying this new technique that I saw somebody share on some social media. And not that any of those things are wrong. I mean, I wouldn't suggest throwing spaghetti literally at the wall (laughs) since it needs to be cleaned up. And guess who probably is going to have to do that. But let's reach that point where you are getting to the homeschool and creating it in a way that fits, that jives really well with your family. And someday you're going to look back and you're going to say, yes, that was such a great idea that we had to homeschool and we carried through with it. And just the relationships and the memories that you're going to create are going to be completely worth it. So let's not live through these homeschool years worried about all of the things like, am I doing enough? And how can I be consistent? And how can I get everything done that needs to be done? What do I even need to do? Let's sit down together and work through all of that. And we get to do that and clarify your homeschool. So if you are looking to get in at the current price point, you're going to want to do that before November 6th. And you can do that over at clarifyyourhomeschool.com. Let's now take a pivot and let's talk about those six routines. These six routines, they are the foundation of my day. I'm not just making this up. I am sharing from my own experience of being a mom here of now 21 years. My goodness, that's a long time. And just creating this. I mean, it didn't start off on day one doing all of this, but as you know, had more children and just then adding homeschool and just realizing we need routines in order to have successful, productive days ones that add peace to our life and give us life instead of sucking the life out of us. So these have been the foundation and it has served my family so well during those years that I had little kids during those years that I had little and bigger kids. And now with having teens and young adults in the home, it is still the foundation that serves us really well. So grab a pen and paper and get ready to write these down and kind of brainstorm and see how this is going to work in your family. I'm excited about how you will see success at the end of adding these six routines to your family's day. But let me add like a little, like just a little disclaimer here. Do not feel like you have to add all six at once. It's probably going to be a bit much. I would then look at this and say, which one should I add first? I'm actually going to tell you that the first one and so number one and number six, those would be the ones that I would make sure to add first. If you're wondering which one should I add first, I'm going to say number one and number six. So let's dive into what is number one. Number one is a morning routine. What does that look like? Really stop and think about the season of life that you are in. When my kids were very little and even up until a couple years ago, I was not an early morning riser. I wasn't somebody was just exhausted. Let's just put that out there. Too tired to you weren't going to find me at five o'clock in the morning at some gym or something like that. That was not going to happen. I kind of tried to get up maybe 15 minutes or so before them. But just knowing now that I have more energy, um, I just things are just kind of falling into place and I'm able to now get up earlier. So morning routine would encompass the time that you're getting up, your kids are getting up. Does that is, is it at the same time? Is it at different times? And what exactly is happening during that time? Most of the time during morning time is, you know, we've got sleepy heads, you know, bed hair, and we've got some breakfast and we just maybe have some quieter time because you homeschool, you don't have to have that morning rush most days. Now, maybe you have a co-op or you have some commitments to get to, 
but most of your days are not going to require some type of rush and we have 45 minutes and everybody has to have breakfast and get dressed and make their bed and brush their teeth and get into the car. That's probably not the norm and I hope it's not the norm for your family. But creating some type of morning routine where everyone can get up and everybody knows what is expected and what's going to happen and everybody can fill up their bellies and get the nourishment that they need for the day. Most of us tend to have a slower start to the morning and which I think is just such a blessing when it comes to homeschool. Maybe some kids sleep in a little bit longer. Maybe some are up at the crack of dawn. But the first routine is deciding on a morning routine. You can have a roundabout starting time and a roundabout kind of ending time. And you'll see when we talk about number two, how it kind of just goes into this next one. But maybe your morning time involves sitting on the couch. Maybe they get a little bit of screen time or maybe there's time to cuddle up and read some books. Maybe it includes getting outside for a little bit. What is that morning time that your family is going to really be able to start the day off in a good and positive way? What's included in that? So you're going to want to put that into the morning time. Number two is your school routine. Now, I know that many homeschoolers will say, and I'll say it too, you can homeschool at any time, but most of us tend to want to do our homeschool, just our formal academics sometime in the morning when everybody is fresh and not sleepy, there's no nap time. It doesn't mean some of us do enjoy doing some of our homeschool during the nap time, and that's a personal preference as well, but your morning time can then go into your school time. And this could be maybe for in certain seasons, you might say there's a certain time that we start. I had that for quite a few years, a certain time that we started and a certain amount of things that needed to be accomplished during that time. My kids knew that their morning chores had to occur before that time. And then we would get started. And if those morning chores and those things, everything got done and they had a little bit of free time, that was kind of the goal for my kids would be to get most of their stuff done. And then they would have a little bit of free time before homeschool would start. But sometimes some of my kids were a bit more motivated to get their chores and to get everything done, get ready for the day, and then begin some of their independent homeschool work because they were looking forward to being done earlier in the day so that then they could have a lot more free time. They wanted a bulk of free time. And you'll notice that your kids' personalities might lean towards one or the other, and they might even grow from one to another. Now, when my kids were younger and a lot more immature, they wanted that time in between morning routine and school routine in order to have time to play some. As they got older, they were like, hmm, I think I'd rather take that 15 to 30 minutes and add it into the afternoon that they already had free. And so they would have a larger block. But during the school routine, this is when you're accomplishing your lessons. This would be a time to do your morning time, which is different than your morning routine. So morning time is where you're going to do some family type of learning together and maybe do some read alouds. And so during the school time, it doesn't necessarily mean that maybe you are doing school the entire time. Maybe you set aside for your school routine. You might say 9 a.m. to 12 noon. That kind of seems to be something that a lot of homeschoolers do, but maybe that isn't a solid straight three hours. It might just be between this 9 a.m. and 12 p.m. I'd like to get these certain lessons done. Maybe you just have a couple of children that are small and you're like, well, I'd like to just do a little bit of an introduction to math and counting and a little bit of reading to them, but we're just going to do like three 15 minute spurts and I want to have that done by noon. And in between that, maybe you're doing laundry, maybe you're taking a walk and you're just doing whatever it is that you feel that you need to do during that time. But knowing that the formal academics and education and anything that you want to 
introduce them to will be done during that school routine. Let's then jump into number three. And this is, we're just going to simply say an afternoon routine. But when I say this, I mean mostly from an early afternoon until maybe a mid to late afternoon routine. And this could be a time where maybe there are some lessons you want to maybe catch up on. Maybe there is a nap that a baby is doing or toddlers are. And so you want to do some lessons with some older children. But this could be a time that maybe you run errands. This could be a time that just is quiet at home. And I encourage you to set up your afternoon routine that is different on different days so that you aren't running out every single day. Maybe it's a block of we're just going to run out and get all of this done at on just on this one afternoon so that you don't have to add the stress of packing everybody up every single day. But we're just kind of right here focusing on afternoon routines, mostly with days that you are at home. And so the afternoon routine, maybe will be time where kids take naps, kids take some quiet room time. Maybe you take a nap as well. Maybe this is a time that you get some time to yourself, or maybe it's a time where you do some of your prep and your planning. Maybe this is when you do your meal planning, or maybe it's a chance that you get to give a friend a call or take a walk. If maybe you have somebody, maybe your husband is there and can keep an eye out and listen in, listen to the kids or something, but just an afternoon routine, like the time that you can not have to necessarily work, work on or worry about academics, but you also aren't getting into the evening rush, which we'll talk about in just a minute, but just a time, like what are some things that maybe you can accomplish during the afternoon? Maybe it is going on a play date, or maybe it is doing something fun with the kids, or maybe it's just kind of letting everybody play and just kind of see where the afternoon gets to. It could include some chores that maybe need to be done. Maybe the lawn needs to be mowed. Maybe there's well, this time of the year, there are leaves that need to be raked. Maybe it is laundry or cleaning out closets, or I know with the change in the seasons, often it's, okay, now it's time to shift our wardrobes from summer into fall. What does fit us? What doesn't fit us? And those types of things are really good to do in the afternoon when the bulk of the chores and most things are kind of done. And I like to add sometimes in the afternoon, just the extra stuff that I wouldn't normally get to, not the everyday routine type of things, but just all the extras. So number four, let's get into that. This is going to be the late afternoon, and I like to call it the dinner prep routine. And this is the time where you are working towards getting dinner on the table. I'm going to admit that dinner prep and all that kind of stuff is not my most favorite thing to do. I will just say that. I get into my afternoon routine and maybe finding some projects to do or getting caught up on some things. And then it's like putting the brakes on. I'm like, oh, now I have to get to dinner prep. And it typically for me tends to be closer to about four o'clock when my kids were younger and they were starving by five o'clock. Then dinner prep tended to be a bit more towards three o'clock or so. But we still kind of tend to eat dinner a little bit earlier maybe than other people. I kind of tend to aim for 5 6 o'clock. That's just kind of works out well for us. And if anybody's hungry before bed, there are snacks. There are some things that they can go ahead and eat before bed if dinner was um, too early for them. But dinner prep routine, this is a time where you're going to be working on dinner and getting that all, all set, everything cut and cooked and all of the things. So what do we do with the kiddos then? This, it really depends. It depends upon their ages. It depends upon their 
responsibility level. Maybe they are included in helping out with the dinner prep. Maybe they are, maybe this is a chance for them to sit and watch a show or two so that you uh, know that they are doing something, that they're safe, they're kind of sequestered, you can see them, you can hear them. And this is a time where you can just 100% dedicate to getting dinner ready and on the table. Maybe it's nice out and they can go outside and you have an area in the backyard that you can see. The second house that we ever owned, oh, I loved it. The backyard, my goal was a house that had a fence or at least a yard that was fenceable. And we purchased the home and I cried when I went to the backyard and I walked all the way to the back and I looked and I was like, oh my goodness, this is just amazing. And just tears started to flow because I was so excited for my kids to be able to play. And you know, the kitchen faced the backyard and I was able to watch and hear everything that they were doing and get some dinner prep done. And then it'd be like, okay, dinner time, come on in, get cleaned up and that kind of stuff. So, so dinner prep routine kind of then melts a little bit into the actual eating of dinner and then a little bit of cleanup. Then it kind of moves into number five, which is the kids evening routine. And you know what this includes. This includes finishing up from dinner. This includes baths. This might include getting things cleaned up around the house. This might include maybe straightening up our bedroom. This will include some time, hopefully with dad. This will include some type of downtime and getting to bed as well. I highly, highly, highly encourage you having a bedtime and for your kids and really adhering to that, especially when they're younger. My kids, even as older kids, we still had bedtimes because I knew that the evening and the getting to sleep and getting a good rest was a direct, there was a direct correlation between that and how the next day went. And it was not ever worth it for me for them to be staying up super late on a regular basis. So having a kid's evening routine, what does that look like? What do they know how to expect? It's kind of shutting the house down. It's closing the curtains. It's maybe turning off the overhead lights and it's just putting on smaller lamps and just helping everybody to wind down would be number five. And that's the kid's evening routine. So now kids are in bed. Okay. Yes, you did it. <laughs> you got to that point. And number six is then you, the homeschool mom, your evening routine. At this point, the kitchen is cleaned up. Things are put away for from the day and it is now time for you maybe to turn towards some other things that are just going to kind of fill you up in the last little bit. So this also, how long does this last? Really depends upon when your kids go to bed. If they're in bed at seven o'clock and you don't go to bed till 10, that's three hours. Maybe your kids are in bed at 9 o'clock and you go to bed at 10. So that gives you an hour, hour and a half. So it depends upon that amount of time. But things that I like to include in the evening routine is to set up our homeschool for the next day. And this does not have to be anything super complicated. It really is just setting the things out, taking a look at whatever you might have planned so that in your mind, you know what you're doing the next day. This can take, this takes me maybe five minutes. And that was five minutes even when I had all three kids. Because we would end the day, the school day, and things weren't trashed and all over the place. So it was much easier just to kind of contain things, get things set up so that we were all ready to go the next day. But this is also a time to kind of take a look and say, is the kitchen ready for the next day? Is the dishwasher, is it turned on or is it set to turn on while you're sleeping? Is there a load of laundry that can be put in? What is going on the next morning when it comes to breakfast? Do you have that figured out what you're going to do? Do you have all the ingredients for what it is? Is there any type of prep that you can do? And so 
it can, the evening routine for you, for me personally, and you know, for you, if you're, if when you adopt this uh, six different routines is it includes some work. Yes, because we want to set ourselves up for the next day. But I also really want to encourage you to include some downtime. Maybe this includes reading. Maybe it includes taking a shower. Maybe it includes hanging out with your husband. Maybe it includes sitting outside under the stars for a few minutes. I'm, I know that I'm, I'm guilty of that. Well, it's, I mean, not really a guilty thing, but that's something I definitely like to do just to take some time to kind of decompress a bit. It's not necessarily a really good time to get all geared up and to jump into something fresh, but sometimes there are seasons in life where we have to do that. Maybe you work from home, you have your own business, or you work part-time, or maybe it's a house project you're working on, or maybe it's a ministry and this is your time to get some of those things done. But I want to encourage you that in your evening routine that there is a time that things are cut off. That kind of stuff is cut off. And then you do actively get into a winding down state, whether that is taking a shower or it's just simply getting washed up, washing your face and brushing your teeth and getting your pajamas on. But there is some time where it is signaling to your brain where your phone is turned off and screens are turned off and it's signaling to your brain that it's now time to start winding down. And like I said, with the kids, get them to bed consistently around the same time, I want to encourage you to consistently get to bed around the same time as well, because you feeling refreshed and energized and in a good mood for the next day starts with getting to bed the evening before. I know that that's not exciting news (laughs) and I struggle with this still too, but I know that the mornings I wake up after I went to bed at a decent time, I feel so much better. And that next day I've just I have a much better attitude. I'm more positive. I'm more patient. And those right there are things that I think as homeschool moms, we definitely like to have as words to describe us. And so there you have it. The six routines that you can start incorporating to get everything in quotes, everything, because there's physically not possible to get everything done. And sometimes we just need to decide what is the most important things to get done. And when it comes to which routines to add in, because Maybe you're not quite ready for a full overhaul and doing all six of this at once. I would highly encourage you to come up with a morning routine and then your evening routine so that you are then able to start the, you know, getting to bed on time, getting things done and set up for the next day and starting off in the next day fresh. And, you know, then you can start to work it in and adding in uh, the school routine, your afternoon routine, your dinner prep routine, and then the kids evening routine. Before I say goodbye for this today, I wanted to just one last reminder that the price will be increasing for Clarify Your Homeschool two weeks from today on November 6th. You can get in today or anytime in the next two weeks. If you're a procrastinator, don't forget though, okay? (laughs) But you can get all the information at clarifyyourhomeschool.com. I know this is probably something that you've been thinking about doing and now's the time to definitely do so. If this podcast has encouraged you, the number one way you can thank me is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. I love to hear how this show has impacted you. So if you could hop over and do that, I'd be so grateful. While you're at it, take a screenshot of this episode and share it with your friends to encourage them. You can also find me over on Instagram at Little by Little Homeschool. Until next time, have a beautiful day, Mama.